That's what we want him to do, have his way this morning. If it's not pleasing to you, take it out of me. If it's not pleasing to you, take it out of me and have your way. If it's not pleasing to you, take it out of me. If it's not pleasing to you, take it out of me. Have your way. to you take it out of me if it's not pleasing to you take it out of me Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. 
Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Hallelujah this morning. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. We thank God this morning for all of you who are gathered in the house of the Lord one more time. Psalm said, this is the day that the Lord has made. We will rejoice and be glad in it. Hallelujah, hallelujah. We give honor to God again who is the head of all of our lives to all of you visitors, Christian friends, to my family, members, and friends. We're excited about what God is doing in the house on this morning. We are excited that God is still in control. He's still in control and he's still in charge. There's nothing that happens to you or me that happens unbeknowing to him. And the good news is that when I'm going through, I'm not going through by myself. And even when I'm in the midst of the storm, I'm in the midst of the storm, but I'm not in the midst of the storm by myself. But I'm in the storm because I'm going through the storm, which means I'm going to come out of the storm and I'm coming out on the other side. How many know that on the other side of the storm, there is sunshine? On the other side of my struggles and my strain, there is sunshine. On the other side, there is blessings on top of blessings, but right now I'm going through. But I want you to know the song said, please be patient with me because God is not through with me yet. There's somebody out there this morning may be going through something, but I want you to know that God is still in control. Not only is he still in control, but he's never left you alone. He's never left you alone. Yes, there are trials and tribulations will come. Yes, they're going to come whether you're serving God or not. But one thing you can be sure of is that if you are a child of God, if you have your hand in his hands and he has a whole of you, you're not alone. You're not alone. And he's holding you up by the right hand and he's going to bring you out on the other side. That's good news this morning. God is going to bring you out on the other side. God is going to bring you out on the other side. I don't know about you this morning, but for 21 days, most of us have been on a 21 day fast. And during that 21 days, we all had some things that we were praying for. We were asking God to, to do for us. And, and, and during that time, we said, Lord, this is what we're going to do. We're going to push aside this and that. And, and we're going to spend more time being attentive to you. We're going to spend more time so that we can hear from heaven. We're going to spend more time intentionally, Lord, to just hear what you have to say to us. Now then, today is the end of the 21 day, but it's not the end. Hopefully, it is the beginning of a deeper relationship between you and the Father. 
Now then, if you have your Bibles, we're not going to, going to be long because I was already ready before I got here this morning because I, 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 thought about, I thought about, you know, what it means to be in the presence of the Lord. And I'm going to tell you something. As I look around the room and I look at some who have been on the 14 or the 21-day fast, one thing that is noticeable, Pastor Todd, is there is a loss of weight. Mm-hmm. But what, I, what I'm excited about more than anything is not the physical weight, but the spiritual weight that has been lifted. And so, and so if you have your Bibles, we're going to probably preach a little bit today. Psalms 95 is where I would like for you to go. I would like for you to go in Psalms 95. Since we have lost some, some spiritual baggage, somebody say spiritual baggage. Since we have given it to the Lord and we put it in his hands, I found this psalm that I want to share with you, Psalms 95, and, and, and I, don't, I don't have time to read the whole thing because I, I may preach a little bit today. So if, if, if you have your Bibles, we're going to, to, to go to 95 and verse 6, 95 and verse 6. Every, every now and then, every now and then, we need to be reminded that when God has done something for you or you expecting him to do something for you every now and then, You need to be reminded of this thing. Oh, come, it says, let us worship and bow down. You got it? Let us kneel before the Lord, our maker. Why? For he is our God. And we are the people of his pastor and the sheep of his hand. Y'all got that? Okay. So I would like to use for my subject this morning, come, let us worship. Come, let us worship. Let us worship and bow down. Let us kneel before the Lord our maker, for he is our God. We are the people of his pastor and the sheep of his hand. I want you to know that this is an invitation. Somebody said invitation to worship God. Now then that we fast for 14, 21 days, now is an invitation to you and to me to come and let us worship. Come, let us worship. This is an invitation to come and worship God. Why? Because God is worthy of our praise. He is worthy of our praise. He is worthy of our, uh, of our obedience. He's worthy of our humbleness. He's worthy of our submission. God is worthy. He's worthy. David wrote this song. David wrote this psalm. He said, come, let us worship and bow down. Come, let us worship and bow down. What is worship? Y'all get this. To some people, worship is the modern band. To some people, worship is the modern band and the keyboard, the guitar, and the drums. To others, it's about the hymns or a solemn reverence. People have expressed worship in many ways in various denominations and traditions, cultures, and the like. Throughout the history of the church, people have had all types of forms of worship. But according to the Bible, the most common word translated worship in the Bible means to kneel down. Now then, I know what you're thinking. Some of you, you have bad knees, and so you're, you, you may not be able, you may not be able uh, uh, to 
physically kneel down or you may not be able to lay your face down uh, as an act of reverence before to God. But biblical worship, get this, is acknowledging that God is king and that he not only is king, but he is living and he's a vital part of our lives. That is true. God is king and he is living. He is a vital part of our life. That is true. The most common word uh, translated for worship means to lay oneself before the Lord. Now, this morning we had intercessory prayer, which was an opportunity for us to, 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 to bow down uh, uh, before the Lord, to lay our face uh, toward the ground. It is acknowledging uh, uh, that God is God. It's acknowledging that he is supreme. It's acknowledging that he holds all power in his hands. It's acknowledging that without him, we could do nothing. It's acknowledging that he is the creator of all things. It's acknowledging that God is God. Psalm 95 and 6 says, Oh, come, let us. It didn't say me. It didn't say just you. It said us. That includes all of us. Let us come and let us worship. Let us bow down before the Lord. Let us humble ourselves before the Lord. That's what it means to, to, to worship. It means for us to, to be willing to humble ourselves in the proper uh, position that we understand that God is God and we are beneath. He's above and we are beneath need. We're not able, we're not able, nor are we worthy to gaze upon him. So we humble ourselves under his mighty hands. Yes, worship, worship, worship is also, we are told to be done in spirit and in truth. Worship in spirit and in truth is an important balance. Not only, see, get this, you got to worship in the spirit and you have to worship in truth. It's an important balance. That is, if we're pursuing true biblical worship, we must understand that we have to get out of ourselves and get into the spirit in order to really worship God. In order to really worship him, you have to forget about those that may be sitting next beside you. You have to forget about the ones that may be behind you. You have to forget about the one that may be gazing at you in order to enter into a spirit of worship. In order to get into a place of worship, you have to come with the spirit of expectancy. You have to come believing that if I could just get to the house of the Lord, if I could just get in the presence of the Lord, then now, now I'm in the right place. I'm in the right position to hear from heaven. And now that I'm in the right position to hear from heaven, all I have to do is open my mouth and let God hear my voice. Let God hear my praise. That's the right position. That is how we're going to worship God in spirit and, and in truth and guess in case you didn't know you have some help if you've been born again you have some help if you've been born again you have the Holy Spirit that lives on the inside of you the Holy Spirit makes intercessions for us the Holy Spirit makes groanings that you and I we cannot hear nor can we comprehend the Holy Spirit is helping us pray the Holy Spirit helps bring us into the presence of God it is through the Holy Spirit that I can worship God in spirit and in truth. 
To worship in spirit, guess this, is to be led by the living God, to be led by the spirit of God. It means to know joy that comes from fellowship with the spirit. When you tap in to the spirit, that is the Holy Spirit, there's a joy that comes from being in right relationship with the spirit. There's a joy that comes. There's a peace that comes. There is a refreshing that comes, a refreshing like a drink of water, a refreshing like the cool breeze of the day, a refreshing uh, like a warmth of fire. I don't know about you, but every now and then when it's cold outside, somebody say cold outside. If I could just get to where there is some fire, if I could just get to where there's some heat and I get in the presence of the fire, I get in the presence of the heat. Guess what? My body is warm. My body is soothed. All of a sudden, I feel a little bit better. Every now and then, when you're going through the colds of winter, you need to come in out of the cold and come in where there's fire and get your body warm. And guess what? When your body gets warm, all of a sudden, you're able to move in a way that you weren't able to move. All of a sudden, you're able to move your hand in a way that you weren't able to move them. All of a sudden, you're able to move your feet in a way that you weren't able to do before. All of a sudden, you're ready to go on and fight the battle. All of a sudden, you have renewed energy simply because you got in the place of the fire. You got in front of the fire. And I don't know about you, but during the 21 days of fast, my prayer had been, Lord, I want to go deeper with you. I want to have a deeper relationship with you. Lord, I don't want to be a surface Christian. I don't want to be a surface pastor. Father God, in the name of Jesus, I'm praying and I'm crying out to you. Use me like you used me before. Father, I'm pressing in you to give me power from on high. Father, I did what you said. You told your disciples this kind only goes out by prayer and fasting. And Father, I have prayed. And Father, I have fast. And so now I'm believing, Father, that you've given me power. Power from on high. Power to lay hands on the sick and they shall recover. Lord, I'm believing that you're going to heal somebody. Lord, I'm believing that you're going to deliver somebody. Lord, I'm believing that you're going to set the captives free. And the reason why, the reason why I have this confidence as I was up this morning, Pastor Todd, and you know every now and then you prepare your message and you have it all laid out just as how you're going to deliver it just as how you're going to preach it but as I was up early this morning and I was sitting in my study and I was meditating on the word of God and I was thinking about the goodness of God and then my mind my mind went back and I'm glad y'all listen to this my mind went back to the 23rd Psalm but it went back a little bit further y'all think that our babies can't learn y'all think that they're not paying attention but I want to tell you when I was just a little boy about the size of TJ over there I remember going to Sunday school and they taught us the 23rd song what I want to tell you the 23rd song has saved me has delivered me has brought me peace even in the midst of the valley as I was going through life and I didn't know what else to say. I began to do like David. I began to say these words. The Lord 
He said, it's my shepherd. Not only that, I shall not be in want. Because the Lord, he makes me to lie down in green pastures. He leads me beside the still waters. He restores my soul every now and then. My soul needs to be restored every now and then. I need to be restored every now and then. I need to be refreshed. But not only that, he leads me in the path, the path of righteousness. When I don't know which way to go, when I don't know which way to turn, he leads me in the path of righteousness. Not for my sake, but his name's sake. That's the word. And then, and then y'all, he said, yay though, I walk through the valley. Get that? I'm in the valley, but I'm going through. I'm not here. I'm not in the valley to stay. I'm in the valley because I'm on my way somewhere. I'm in the valley because there are some things that God wants to show me. There are some things in the valley that I got to overcome because I'm headed. I'm headed to the mountaintop. There's a place that's prepared for you and a place prepared for me. Jesus said, I go away. I go away to prepare a place for you that where I am, you may be also. I'm glad this morning. Not only that, but this is the part that I understand. I'm in the valley. I fear no evil, for you are with me. Your rod and your staff, they comfort me. In other words, I'm going to face some things that I'm going to need a little help. The rod and the staff is there to protect me. Not only to protect me from the enemy, but to protect the enemy from me. The rod is there to help me, to overcome. The rod is there to rescue me when I need a little help every now and then and then and then the staff is there every now and then we need a leaning post we need something to lean on to need something to lean on but then we go a little bit further and then it says not only that but this is what I started shouting about in my study Pastor Todd as I was sitting there with my mind stayed on him this is what I I saw and I begin to shout verse 5 said this you prepare a table before me in the presence of my enemies not that I had to do it but he did it he prepares the table before you in the presence of your enemies anybody got enemies out there God will prepare a table before you in the presence of your enemies and then what I like. I like this last part because I saw something in this Pastor Todd. He said, you anoint my head with oil. As I was looking at the oil, the purpose of the anointing, the purpose of the oil, the purpose of the anointing, I saw something. You don't need, I don't need somebody else anointing. Scripture says, you anointed my head, not somebody else's, but my head.
with all. What I saw, the anointing that we carry, God gave it. He did it. He anointed us. He did it in the presence of our enemies. He anointed you and me in the presence of our enemies. But not only did he give me anointing, but it says, my cup, my body, it overflows. The anointing that I have, it overflows. Every now and then, Pastor Tosh, the anointing, it overflows. I'm sitting there minding my own business and I'm thinking about the goodness of the Lord and my mind begin to go back and I begin to think about all the things that I've been through and I begin to think about all those that turned and walked away and I begin to see that what the Lord was doing he was preparing me for something the Lord was preparing me for the journey that's ahead. What I want to say to you, you may be going through something today. And maybe you may feel like giving up. You may feel like all oh, hope is gone. I want to tell you that the Lord is preparing you for something. The Lord is about to do something in your life. Something that you never imagined possible simply because you got yourself in the position of praise. Today, as David said, come, let us worship the Lord. Let us bow down before the king because he is king of kings and he is Lord of lords. So today, Heavenly Father, in the presence of all these people, I'm not going to be ashamed to let the world know that I've been born again. I'm not going be ashamed to let the world know that I'm a child of God. I'm not going to be ashamed to open my mouth and let you speak through me. I'm not going to be ashamed, Lord, to lift up holy hands and give you praise. I'm not going to be ashamed every now and then. I'm not going to be ashamed to get in the presence of God. I understand to get in the presence of God. Sometimes you're going to have to take your shoes off. Sometimes y'all you're gonna have to get down and kneel down kneel down and talk to God every now and then you got to say father I stretch my hand to thee no other help I know if thou withdraw thy help from me where else should I go father God in the name of Jesus I come to you as humble as I know how with my head bowed down and my heart bowed down to the floor. Heavenly Father, I'm asking you, Lord Jesus, to look down upon me and have mercy upon me. Father God, in the name of Jesus, you know my trials and tribulations. You know the things that I've been battling. You know the hurt that I've been carrying. You know the disappointment that I've been going through. But Father God, in the name of Jesus, I'm asking you 
to examine my heart. If you find anything, if you find anything that shouldn't be, Father God, I'm asking you to take it out and to straighten it out and strengthen me. Lord, I don't want to go no longer in my power, but Lord, I want you to fill me with your spirit. Lord, I want to be the shining light that shines even in the midst of the darkness. Heavenly Father, it is my prayer that I be able to lay hand on the sick and they recover. Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. Yes, to your will. Yes, to your way. Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. I hear your voice. I hear your voice. You said, Behold, I stand at the door and knock. If any man will answer, you said, I'll come in and I'll suck with him. Father God, in the name of Jesus, I'm crying. I'm crying out to you. I'm asking you, Lord, to save your people, to save the boy, to save the girl. Father God, in the name of Jesus, I'm asking you, Lord, to touch the woman. Touch, Lord, touch the hurt, touch the disappointment, touch the heartbreak. Father God, in the name of Jesus, I surrender anger, I surrender jealousy, I surrender malice, I surrender all, all types of evil. I surrender it all, I surrender it all to you. Clean me up, Lord, clean me up on the inside, creating me a clean heart and renewing me a right spirit father God in the name of Jesus as we come as we come together around the altar father God I ask today you pour out your spirit pour out your spirit just like you did in the days of old they were gathered together in the upper room yes Lord yes Lord and they were all all on one accord and they begin to cry out, to cry out to you. And they begin to cry out to you all on one accord. The Bible said the spirit came in like a rushing mighty wind. Yes, Lord. 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 Have your way, have your way, have your way, have your way, have your way in here, have your way in me, have your way, Lord, have your way in the lives of your people as we cry out, we cry out to you. Have your way, Lord, have your way, have your way, have your way, have your way, have your way. Have your way, 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 Lord. Have your way, Lord. Have your way, Lord. Free your people. Free your people on today. Free your people. Free your people. Free them this morning. Freedom this morning. Free them this morning in the name of Jesus. 
In the name of Jesus, let it be done. Let your will be done. Let your will be done.